everybody. It's now time for the Tag and Brando podcast. Hello. We we are Taggart. Me. Yeah, hello. Yes. And yes. Brando, me. How are we doing, everybody? How are you doing, Taggart? I'm doing fine. I'm doing quite dandy and good and neat and mm, so, so, Ooh, so good. Dapper. So good. <laughs> good, good stuff. Um, yeah, so we just wanted to... Let everybody who's new to the podcast uh, know what's going to happen here. Uh, you're just going to get a couple of uh, questions uh, from two old friends. And we're going to just kind of discuss yeah. a question of the day. Talk and chat. Yeah. And we're also going to go back uh, with some triggered memories. And then, you know, it's not all about the past. We also want to keep up with what's new and so we have a new that we'd like to share with you guys. So uh, our question of the day is actually a little novel today. Ooh. Um, it's not like a story, like a novelette that, you know, oh, we're actually gonna, you know, you chapter me, one. You got me excited. You know, introduce, you know, a couple of characters and everything like that. No, uh, it is uh, new in the fact that it comes from a listener. Oh, a loyal listener. Yes, uh, has suggested our uh, question of the day, and so uh, they want to know, Taggart. Yes, what makes a song an earworm? And so, first, explain to us what an earworm is. So, an earworm is is uh, a term used to. Uh, designate songs that get stuck in your head, basically. Songs mm-hmm. or melodies that uh, get stuck in there and repeat on on uh, on auto, and uh, some can be exciting, some cannot be fun to have. So, <laughs> <laughs> some can be very yeah, lonesome and long and tiresome. And Absolutely, so you're hundred percent right. And so um, we we talked a little bit about earworms uh, before. Uh, I believe it's uh, what was it episode fifteen? Episode right? fifteen, teleporting earworms. We kind of earworms. We kind of shared mm-hmm. some songs that we could recall of that commonly get stuck in our heads. So kind of personal tunes, earworms. Um, so yeah. Kind of going back to the question here, what do you think makes a song like stick in your head? What do you think? Is it is it a melody kind of thing? Is it uh, repetition? Like what what? If you're kind of looking at songs that get stuck, is there any kind of commonalities between bef- about them? Uh, I mean, there's been some research done on this, but, but like from. But for me personally, usually it's something that I know fairly well. Um, Right. Mm -hmm. Very commonly, it's a part of a song that I know really well, but like the rest of the song don't know very well. Because it's that one section that you know real well that loops over and over in your brain. And then... I believe one of the reasons that it gets stuck in your head is because you can't mentally finish it. 
um, because you don't know the rest of the tune or can't think of it or right. or, or, or anything like that. So um, it's like that South. It's like that thing from South Park where Eric Cartman. Like if you start singing, I can't remember what song it is. He like has to finish it, so they do it just to right. mess with them. They like sing like one or two bars, and he's like he has to get through the whole thing, and like sings through it all. Yeah. So right, right. And what's the what's the one from you seen Inside Out? Yeah, yeah. It's the triple triple mint gum song. Oh yeah, whatever. Da, 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 da. Yeah. yeah, send the gum commercial up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so there you go. It's just a bunch of jelly beans in your mind uh, library that's just shooting, <laughs> shooting up random uh, earworms at you. Right. Um, so okay. Yeah, I have a one thing that actually happened to me recently. For some reason, I had. Um, the Little Mermaid uh, Under the Sea stuck in my head. I don't know why, but it was just that beginning part. And so I literally like was just kind of sitting there at work and just every once in a while it would just come into my head. And I just randomly whistled the... Uh-huh. And just not even thinking about it. And I was like, oh, okay, dang it. Stupid Under the Sea is still in my head. And then, like, two hours later, this other guy in the lab is just like, I've got, like, the Little Mermaid, like, going on in my head, like, right now. Right. Like, freaking <laughs> and it just it just infected, like, everybody, like, <laughs> the whole thing. Just that, awesome. that tiny little, that tiny little couple of notes just, like, you know, really just, you know, it just spread. And it was hilarious to me. Um, but, yeah, like... Um, I think I think you're right. I think it is mainly for me just like the beginning or like the chorus. It's 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 never like, oh, I'm just going to like and you know, that's why I'll do it too like if I'm listening to like Spotify or uh something and I'm kind of mindlessly doing a task, uh-huh. I'll be like, "Oh crap, I got to go back and start this song over." Because like, <laughs> I wasn't paying attention, and I missed the good parts, and I and I, it's gonna bug me if I don't finish it. So I think you're right. That whole completion aspect of it kind of kind of plays out. It's good for helping. Um, yeah, I, mm-hmm. something that happens to me a lot. My wife will say a word or a couple of words, like a small phrase, that has to do with some song, and it just spurns that in my mind. I mm-hmm. will maybe sing it under my breath for a second. And just like you said, she often is like, were you singing this song? Like it's, uh, this song is in my head now. Um, but mm-hmm. that happens a lot for me is, you know, that's one thing that researchers say too, is that um, sometimes just the mention of a song is all that's needed for it to get stuck in your head, whether it's the tune, like you're whistling or, or some words um, that's a, commonality of getting a song stuck in your head uh i just had it the other day my wife said something about uh, ruling the world and then i had to sing tears for fears uh, <laughs> everybody wants to rule the world right um, right because because uh why not that's a good one so so, you, um, so you're yeah. always on like you're always on like encore mode 
Where I, I guess so. <laughs> it's really weird. Here's so for people who don't know what Encore is, it's a board game that nobody knows about. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't very popular. Um, I know. I've seen it. They, they, it got remade. It got republished. So it. that's good, right? Yeah. yeah that's like yeah. Mm-hmm. So Encore is a game where you, there's a song, there's a word or a category. And you have teams, usually two teams, and you go back and forth trying to sing songs with that word in them. So if it was world, you know, I would sing Everybody Wants to Rule the World. The next team might sing It's a Small World. The next team might Mm -hmm. sing um, another song with the word (laughs) world in it. A whole whole new world. A whole new world. Thank you. It doesn't have to be in the title. What's that? (laughs) It doesn't have to be in, in the title. No. It just has to be in the lyrics. It has to be such. in the song. So, Obviously, titles are the easiest mm-hmm. things to do, but then, uh, yeah. Where in Ooh, the world that should is be Carmen San Carmen Diego? Himself. That should be a category in, uh, in Encore. Songs where the title is not in the song. Oh, that's a hard category. There are so like, plenty of them, but so it would be like "Land of a Thousand Dances," and you would just be right. <laughs> just, <laughs> you know, you would just be singing these songs that, um, yeah, the title has no lyrics. Ooh, that would be that'd be a toughie. That would be her. Yeah. So, so yeah. So when I when I'm playing the game and I need to think of it, like it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to force my brain to go there, but if it goes there without me thinking about it, my brain is much more geared to that when it's subconscious. So mm-hmm. somebody says something, and then it's like, oh, why am I singing this song now? I can trace it back to the moment they said it. I don't usually uh, realize it in the moment. It's usually after the fact that I come back and say, "Why? where did this song come from? Um, so. so let me ask you this. Yes. Do you... Does anything else get like stuck in your head, like a song? Like for me, I will go through like scenes from TV or from movies, and like I'll just play out like a little dialogue or a little monologue part. And like, yeah, it'll just like two hours later, I'll go back like just unconsciously and just think of that same exact line mm-hmm. and that same exact line like multiple times throughout the day and it just kind of just repeats back a lot of it like the office and arrested development a lot of times uh-huh. um just kind of 30 rock just shows that i've seen multiple times you know like songs you've listened to like 15 10 20 times you know and you're just like right oh and you just like we'll go through this like line of dialogue over and over and over again yeah does that ever happen um, not that I can think of, but you know, what you're describing, you seeing that show uh, so many times, mm-hmm. you can quote it and not only quote it, but it like will just resonate in your head and go through the scene. Um, I have been on a kick for a long time of not going back and watching things that I've watched before. So I, I don't think my brain is full of those things very much. Now, ooh, that's that's good. Um, I'm interested in 
new stories and watching new things. And not that I don't enjoy those old things. Like, if they come on, I'll be like, oh, yeah. Um, but I don't know. That's just kind of where I've been gravitating towards more with my viewing habits. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm sure back in the day, dude, uh, you know. Like TV I don't know shows if it got stuff. stuck in yeah. my head. I don't know. That's a good question. I know that, like, you know, if somebody mentions a movie that I know really well, I'll rattle off about, you know, five to 15 lines from it or something if we're in that kind mm-hmm. of mood, you know? Right. But I don't know if they've ever gotten stuck in my head. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, and, and two, I mean, I've, I've been known to, like, go through entire movies, like, line for line. Right. You know, on, like, a long walk and stuff like that and, you know, just... So things trigger I, lines yeah. for me, but I don't I, I don't know if I ever got stuck in a scene subconsciously, like you're kind of mm-hmm. describing. Like uh, you know there was a time at, that I could quote Joe versus the volcano all the way through, and I have done that to people. Um <sighs> so good. You know, um so good. The show is so good. It's so good. We should <laughs> we should have a podcast just about Joe versus the volcano. We should talk about it. Ooh, we should just do an episode about Joe versus the volcano. I agree. I am so down for that. We I mean I am so down to a watch it again. Why the right. freak not? Right. And then just to break down and just discuss like scene for scene. You know that whole thing would be I'm. Let's do it. We should <laughs> I'm do, totally down for that. Yeah, we should do a podcast uh, uh, watch along. So people who wanted to watch it, we could watch it and like, I don't know, talk like comment through True. it. True. Yeah. If you want to do that, I mean, or we can just yeah, talk about it outside. I don't know. I mean, we we could try it. We could definitely try it as a commentary kind of a thing. Um, but I just am almost worried that we'd get too bogged down in like certain parts. You know, where we almost want to be like, pause it. Exactly. Talk about this. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, okay, all right, we're actually going to go back and we're going to watch the luggage scene again because that is just (laughs) my absolute favorite. I own two. to be a thousand years old, I own two steamer trunks because of that movie. Yeah. And they are practical and terribly impractical at the same time (laughs) like like you are not getting those on any form of transportation anymore not but if you needed to they would they will last you forever right like those things are solid and like they have these like thick leather straps or like leather handles and stuff like that like yeah you can haul them by that, but it like, oh, it is tough. They are not. I mean, they're. It's very hard to move them because they only have one leather strap. They expect right. one person to move it. Like it's not a two man job. It is a you throw this on your back and you're just holding this strap with one hand. Right, man. Why you why you walk it up the gangplank kind of exactly. Thing. They expect you to get it on the ship and then to get it back into the vehicle or cart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely would say earworms are it's familiarity, but to a point. Absolutely. So you have to have that kind of that. I know this song and I could sing it if I really sat down and like thought about it, but there's just that part that you know well enough, even if it's just the, the melody there's and everything. Do you, um, do you find yourself audibly going through earworms? Like, yeah, sometimes again, sometimes it, it will have gone through my mind. I don't know, 10, 15 times. And then, um, because I sing a lot, I get. I mean, that's my assumption is that I will, I will like subconsciously start singing it a little bit out loud. Mm-hmm. And that's usually when my wife hears it and then sings it about, you know, 10 minutes later and is like, do you have this? Where did this song come from? Um, right. But yeah, no, that happens to me all the time. All the time. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right, what do we what are we doing to trigger our memories today, Tiger? Well, first off, before we transition out, let us know again what songs get stuck in your head. Yeah, send us a hum us a few bars, a t- Twitter or a uh, I think they can call it a tweet. I don't know, and or an email, <laughs> and let us know what songs get stuck in your head or just any recent ones. If you get one that pops in your head this week, shoot us a line and let us know what it is. Um, uh, I do, I do have to just kind of put this out there. Yes. Just in, in the fact that you, you reference, just send us a Twitter kind of, kind of thing. Yes. Um, so I got a, um, a Facebook message of, uh, a political, uh, political commercial. We'll just say, okay. you know, of a, of a particular candidate and, um, like the fact that this is being sent to me, it doesn't really matter. But the method that it was sent just dictates the the demographic of this of this of uh, this uh, candidates uh, like supporters so well. So it's this video, uh-huh. but when you click play on the video, it then has this little mouse cursor come over to a play button and click play. So they didn't send me a video of the campaign commercial. They sent me a screen capture of the video playing <laughs> on somebody's like on somebody's device. Amazing. <laughs> and I'm like this is just so perfect. Like this person they're like, I got to show the support that I have for this, but I don't know how to get this to like my friends and my family. But I do know this one trick that somebody showed me once where I could just, just do whatever's on it. my screen. I could screen capture it. <laughs> and so they just screen captured it, or they got, I don't know, like, I don't know how far back the chain goes, but somebody, whoever the origin is, Oh, like had funny. to screen capture it and I was like this is the best thing about this like <laughs> regardless of whatever the message is the real message is 
I don't know exactly how I'm doing this, but I think it's important enough to do. (laughs) (laughs) Please share. So, Uh, yes, yes, exactly. That's hilarious. Um, Yeah. Um, Similar to that, um, uh, one, this is, no, not politics at all, just another kind of technological type thing. Uh, Somebody always wanted to call their husband when they wanted to use their uh they the way they needed to facetime their husband so that they could use their phone's camera to like see if their makeup or their hair or they had lipstick on their teeth like that kind of thing and like i i was just there when somebody was just like hey get out your phone like i'm gonna facetime you it's like why it's like i just need to check my makeup and it's like oh and he like gets his phone out and i was like you know you could just go to your camera and you don't even have to take a picture or anything it just will show you your own face and it's like oh and it's like yeah you just turn your camera around like this they just yeah and it's like there you go uh and it was just there you know own personal mirror yeah, you just uh, you know, just be open to 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 other people's suggestions cuz sometimes, you know, you never know. You're 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 going to be you're going to be the one in the rowboat that, you know, d- can't get out of the the field. That's like these are oars. We should use them. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Neat. Exactly. But uh nice. yeah, so um it send us the twitters and the the electronic mails yes and yeah or the gmail the g- you mean the gmail g- gmail oh is that how you pronounce it oh <laughs> uh, yeah nice uh and uh, give us a new question of the day that was a great question of the day i yeah, like that a lot if you have if you have topics that you're like i'd be interested to see what they want they would say about this send it our way because you know what we surprise surprise always talk about a topic every week so if you got something we would mm-hmm. love to hear from you yeah so um so yeah so speaking of topics <laughs> i wanted to talk about a trigger memory um and i uh wanted to talk favorite comic strips and by comic strips i mean like you know your newspaper old school comic strips what you would read talking the funnies yeah the funnies would you read on the funnies page you know when you go sun sunday morning paper edition we're old um what do you what did you enjoy reading what were your go-tos yeah so first first i gotta kind of Say that, um, you know, when the funnies were were coming around, yes, and everything, you know, it was definitely you got you got to keep up, yes, right. Like you you gotta you gotta keep up with the weeklies. The weeklies are, you know, some good strong comics in there. Yes, and then but on Sundays when the colored funny pages would come through, um. We we actually had a system, because um, it in At our paper house? it yeah uh-huh. in our paper it, it was um, I guess you would say it was six pages so it was six pa- like three pages front and back right uh huh um 
and it would be the one that opens, right? And then an insert. So you have um, like the the full like four page, you know, thing, and then a an insert that you could take out. And so we we had to like trade that around. So okay. like if you were the one that got the paper, then you got the full full pager, the the double pager, I should say. And you gave the insert to a sibling, and then the third sibling just kind of had to sit there, and then you would rotate it around, and nice. so like, and everything like that. And so, uh, I'm sure at some points we, you know, tore the uh, the double pager in half, so everybody had a comic thing to read, you know, um, and we kind of just traded it around and everything like that. But I, as the youngest and the worst reader, like. <laughs> I always got got it last anyway because it took me for like I w- I was almost happy to take the one pager first because then like I like I would want to be able, I would read that uh you know in time for everybody else to like you know exchange around and stuff like that but um but yeah sometimes like the comics you really liked you know were were on the other ones so you're kind of just sitting there waiting you're like ugh I guess I'll read Kathy again girl. <laughs> <laughs> so can't kathy but, not a go-to eh? <laughs> not a go-to for kathy um kathy always had her but, tongue out of her mouth what was that about eh. <laughs> uh, um i definitely would say um my my go-to's is, i mean you gotta go calvin and hobbs calvin and hobbs i mean brilliant great yeah. um the other ones I um, would go for is Foxtrot. Yes. Uh, loved me a, a quick and witty far side. Yes. Uh, for sure. Um, and, you know, I, I would say uh, some newer, newer, like they're new. They're, they're not like from the, the, th- 60s i guess right. <laughs> when i say newer <laughs> right is is gonna be like uh zitz was really good uh really connected good. with that one uh-huh. um and then um for better or for worse the thing about for better or for worse is like they they kept up like i don't know if it was like writing about like a particular family or whatever, right. but like you saw those kids grow up, yeah, and everything, you know. Yeah, and some, so that was some newer comics tried to do that, and mm-hmm. I mean, a good old Blondie. I mean, did you like Beetle Blondie? Bailey? Hey, yeah, man, Dagwood was Dagwood was cool. I don't know, like <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't great. <laughs> I mean. Um, hey, I, the, I mean, the man knew how to make a sandwich. I'll give him that. Well, I don't know. Like, Blondie, it just seemed like it was very George Jetson-esque. Like, this is... Right. Like, like, like I guess not George Jetson. It was very Dick Van Dyke, you know? Like, uh-huh. here's a goofy guy that, like, you know, and his very attractive wife that he comes home to every day. How did he get her? And blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, it's it's yeah it's part of the original kind of sitcom format and everything where he just puts on a suit and goes to business. <laughs> and everything like, love business. 
yeah, business, business, business. Now I'm going to come home and yeah. Um, and his kid looked exactly like him, you know, right. and his daughter looked exactly like or his son looked exactly like him and his daughter looked exactly like her and all that kind of different stuff like that. That's like how, you know, that's, you know, Muppets Christmas Carol style. Right. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I don't know how it works, but you know what? Uh, I'm not questioning it. It's, it's good. Uh, how it is. Um, but what, what other ones, uh, were your, were your main staple? So I really, uh, I'm a sucker for a good old peanuts. Ooh. Yep. Of course, uh, Calvin Hobbes had to read Calvin Hobbes. Um, I'm trying to remember some of the newer ones that I would read. Um, Dilbert. Dilbert was Dilbert was was hit or miss. A little for me. more sophisticated. Yeah, it was. it was a little more sophisticated than it should than I needed it to be. Right, right. Uh, there were a few Dilberts that I was like brilliant, but uh, not not always. So, but I did like a Garfield, especially when I was younger. I mm-hmm. like was way into Garfield. I read a lot of the old collections of the old Garfields and things like that. Uh non sequitur sometimes non sequitur i really good. liked that yeah that was a that was a good one yeah. i mean you it's interesting when you can do a lot with one panel you right know? right and so yeah far side of course i liked a lot um mm-hmm. ooh but you know couldn't get enough of those lock horns <laughs> no i'm kidding yeah. i didn't did uh, not enjoy no. that. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Hagar and the Wizard of Is Id. Yeah. So those are some yeah some old school boys. Um, yeah, some classics there. I like to get fuzzy sometimes. That's a newer one. Um, mm-hmm. But. Uh, you know, you read Family Circus, but I mean, you know, the ones you only really enjoyed were the ones that followed the trails of the kids that they go. Oh, hundred percent. Bobby's like, yeah, exactly. Like you're like, okay, he went like this, and then like, I mean, the creativity in like the dotted line, like that dotted line was like alive. You know, right? It had like loops, and it had like three D, like it was very three dimensional. Yeah, like. It was that was very good, but yes, a hundred percent. Like it was, <laughs> it was just like, where did he go? Okay, he went over the bridge, and then he went under the bridge. That, wait, and then he went over the bridge again. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah, <laughs> right. Um, well, you remember? Uh, you remember? Do you remember when Luann changed her hair? I don't. That's fine. Uh, Luann's one of those that, had, again, didn't she, had a, didn't... she had a dog named Puddles. That's all I remember. Yeah. She used to have really curly kind of mm-hmm. crazy hair. And then in the 90s at some point, she got like a more subdued, like 90s kind of straighter look. Anyways. Um, I, I feel I remember the the two versions, but I couldn't tell you, oh, my gosh, like she changed her hair. Right. Yeah. What was the comic with like? What was the kid Pasquale? Pasquale? Do you know what I'm talking about? What is that? Mm, that rings a bell, but I can't think of what it what it is. But 
I always liked the art from that one. I don't know if I enjoyed it per se. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. Anyways, uh, I had a web oh, comic that I used about, to do for a while. What about, uh, what it was. was it BC? Was that it? Just uh-huh, yeah, BC. BC was okay. BC. That was BC with those, was you know, with BC and... Uh, uh, Broomhilda and uh, mm-hmm. all those older ones. Uh, yeah, Wizard of Id, Hagar, which you mentioned. Hagar earlier. the Horrible. Hagar, yeah, right. Um, uh, Beetle Bailey, which you mentioned as well. Uh, so yeah. So yeah, so you you know, like we said, you know, you got your ritual where you gotta you get the Sunday paper and all that kind of different stuff, and sometimes it's in the blue bag, and sometimes it's in the clear bag, and. You know, sometimes the bag's wet and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, right. uh, oh, man, getting the paper. Man, I I could not tell you, like, I'm thinking of my morning routine right now. Uh-huh. And I'm like, point in my morning routine where I think I could squeeze in the paper. Like, because <laughs> yeah. you would have to, for me, I'm just, I mean, I'm going to be perfectly honest. For me, it would have to be, like, before... I went to the restroom for the morning. Right. And that means that I'm getting out of bed. I'm, you know, throwing on some kind of robe or something, and I'm shuffling out into the the daylight to get the paper. Right. I don't know if I, that's that's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that just sounds like something I probably saw myself doing when I was a kid, but maybe like nowadays I'm like, man, I don't know if I would even, it would just sit out there for like three days and be like, Oh crap. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Like, yeah. Like, Oh man, I just ran over the paper again. (laughs) Like I should probably get out of my car, pick that up. Uh, just (laughs) straight wet paper slosh at that point. Just paper mache in a bag. Yeah, exactly. Oh man! But uh, let me ask you this: What um, comic collections or compilations or anything did you uh, did you have? I had a lot of the Calvin and Hobbes ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a Far Side at one point, I believe. Some Garfields. Um, yeah. Yeah. So and I some had, peanuts. Uh, at least my family, we had some peanuts. Yeah. Yeah. So so we got actually a lot of them. Um, we had, I want to say we had all of the Calvin and Hobbes different uh, different books. Yeah. But I, but now I officially do. I got them from my brother for like my birthday or Christmas one year. Um, so I have the whole uh, Calvin and Hobbes, uh, like all like the four volumes of that. Uh-huh. Uh, I have all the Far Sides, but I had Far Side books, you know, before, um, and uh, I had f- a lot of Foxtrot, um, and then some, uh, definitely some. Maybe I borrowed your Garfields or something because I definitely remember reading those more in book form than in like the comics. Right. And then, of course, also uh, 
Garfield and Friends and everything like on the cartoon and stuff like right. that. Right. So thought it was interesting that his mouth never moved in the cartoon. But Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Garfield's mouth? Yeah. That's yeah. cause he cause he it was all internal. Right. 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 So um I want to recommend a couple of comics that new comics that are or current web-based current. stuff. Okay. Um, one that can be good every now and then is the Awkward Yeti. Have you read any of the Awkward Yeti? I have heard of the Aqua Yeti. Awkward Aqua Yeti. That'd be cool. Uh, the but I haven't. Uh, I couldn't say I've read anything. Yeah, those are okay, uh, but the one that's really good that my wife shows me a lot is th- it's called Strange Planet Pastiche, and it's a, is that the, the aliens one? It's the alien guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and see that was kind of uh, that's what I kind of liked about BC, I guess. That when I thought about it, it was very kind of Flintstones esque, obviously, but. It really took like a stab at, you know, why are these traditions? Why are these, you know, uh, commonalities that we see and take for granted every day? Like, where do they really come from? You know, and stuff right. like that. And you're just like, and so that's yeah, Strange Planet kind of uh, the ones I've read do that same thing where it's just like, oh well, they have. Uh, one day a year where they celebrate the emergence of their them, you know, on you know on this planet. It's like, well, right. what do they do to celebrate? It's like, well, they gorge themselves on sugar cake and blah blah blah. <laughs> you know, like it's like, well, yeah, birthday traditions are kind of weird, you know, or something like that, or you know, a gift <laughs> gift exchange where it'd be well, like, you know, it's like, well, it's like if you give someone a present that isn't equal to the present that they gave you. It's like, well, why don't they just, you know, not give each other presents and just buy their own stuff that they know they'll like? Right. It's like, you know, stuff like that. Well, there's one I got pulled up right now, and one of the aliens goes, "Our planet has has orbited a star, yet you are still alive." And the one guy goes, "So many orbits, because it's his birthday, right?" And he says, right. "Take this physical copy of that fact and hands him a birthday card." And he says, "I will display it with <laughs> I will display it with other recordings." And the guy says, "Perhaps you store too many dead trees." And he, he's holding it to his heart. Impossible. Right. And he's got like a you know a shelf full of birthday cards and stuff, which people do. Why do we collect our birthday cards? Anyways, so uh, that's they all speak in that kind of formal language about it, you know, or or, or distilled language. Um, mm-hmm. to kind of show you why what we do is stupid and funny. And so <laughs> those are cool. I like those. Right. So anyways, um, yeah. What's, I can never remember the acronym for it or not acronym, but the thing it's like X C D V or something like that. Do you know what, what I'm talking about? What? What? It's, it's a comic. It's the stick figures. And oh. it's and oh, I can never remember what the actual thing is, but um, 
and it's it's very funny i mean it's it's super simple um and there's like the creators written a couple of books and everything um but let's see here x oh xkcd is what it's called xkcd uh, you say okay I don't you, know if I'm familiar. You've definitely with this. seen them, um, like a meme of them and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. Uh huh. Yeah, it's literal stick figures. I mean, it's it's super basic, but I mean they're um, they're usually very clever. I have gotten stuck in many a uh, hole, and I never remember. Um, but you can just go to their website and just like you know go in just sequence, or you can go in random, random, you know pulls up a random one, and yeah, they're they're very good. I like them a lot. Nice. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I mean, it's it is interesting. I mean, like it's an interesting medium in general. It is, um, for sure. Because, like we said, you know, to to have a four or five panel story or even just a one singular one, you know, like, and make your punchline maybe a word, maybe a phrase that somebody said, or maybe just the image itself, you know? Right. And so... Um, I mean, it's it's funny. I'm looking at one that's actually very simplistic, um, where this guy is standing at a stove and he just, you know, is reading the recipe. It says, "Add sugar to taste," and then the next panel is just him looking at the thing on the stove, uh-huh. and the next next panel is him walking away from the stove, and then the last panel is him pulling a dolly with like three boxes of sugar like taller than him you know kind of a thing but like the fact that like two of those panels say nothing you know right is is a very interesting kind of thing where you know yeah like you can write a book you know like you you can write it and um and you know i don't know like that's that's one of the things with comics now, comic like books, right? Like graphic novels and stuff like that. Is I'm not gonna lie, a lot of times I'll get lost. I'm like I'm not even sure what order I'm supposed to read this stuff in, right? Like it's it's like this this thing is sideways and this like this panel like obviously catches my eye because it's like big and huge, but it's like right. the bottom left corner, so it's got to be last. But now I got to get to that, you know, like. You know, stuff like that. And right. so, I mean, that's not a huge problem in the <laughs> grand scheme of things. But uh, but a comic strip is very just like, boop, 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 boop. All right. right. Cool. Moving on, you know. Well, uh, one thing that also made me think of this topic to begin with is that uh, Gary Larson, who is the creator of The Far Side. Mm-hmm. Um, recently on his website, which is, I believe, the far side. Um, Makes sense. Started 
to post new comics. So okay. he he That's wrote cool. he wrote a whole thing about it on his website, and he's like, "This is just me having fun. I'm not doing this for papers or anything." He basically he got a tablet and uh, you know started doing digital stuff, and uh, it kind of re- reignited his uh, creativity and love for kind of making comics. Um, and now that he doesn't, you know, he's not working on any deadlines or anything. He's just like, whenever I do something that I like, I'll throw it up, you know, and you can like it if you like or not. Mm-hmm. So if you go to the website, um, there's a section called new stuff and you can click there and you can look, look at his stuff. And there's only two up right now, but there, but, so there were more, but, uh, you know, apparently he's just doing, doing a few at a time. Um, but uh, he, it looks like there's two new ones just today that are up there. So, so you can go and, and I mean, enjoy that. Yeah. And it's so awesome how self-aware he is. I mean, even the fact that I'm looking at the website now and it says uh-huh. he he's back. New stuff from Larson's lab is here. Enter, you fool. <laughs> like, yeah, he just know He just knows. He's just like, yep. Like, it uh, doesn't really matter. I'm uh, not gonna care about comments or whatever, but here we go. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's pretty cool. Um, if uh, <laughs> if you like those at all, go check it out. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like, and he has so many good recurring characters oh, that yeah. aren't really recurring. Right. Like, just so the pig, the pig nosed boy. Yeah, and just like the, I mean, his his he, you know, he his whole thing here is like the clown or the, sorry, the cow, you know, and all that kind of different stuff. But I mean, like, I, I would want to say like, right? I mean, he maybe he just really likes drawing cows because like, I don't know, like, I think of like so many other animals as well, right? With him, you know. And that's the other thing is he, he too, like, he's very good at, um, he kind of has two modes and he has like the dialogue and he has the caption, right? you know, and that's, that's awesome. Um, the fact that he, it's like, yeah, sometimes it's a still image and it's, you know, the caption that you have to read, or sometimes it's, you know, what's you know, just a line of dialogue in the, in the thing. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> check it out. Check it out. Oh, I got to describe this. I mean, this is awesome. It's just, <laughs> it's two zebras in like trench coats, like talking to each other. And he's just, it's like, okay, you got me over a barrel. How do I know these are all the negatives? And he's holding pictures, but the obviously the zebras are all black with white stripes. Uh-huh. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so good. So yes, I, uh, yeah, I have his, his collection um, in hardbound and stuff like that. So now I'm going to have to keep up with these. Nice. Yeah. Try to check it every 
every day because it doesn't look like they'll they're staying up forever. So right, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, well, what's new with you, man? This week, what's your new? Uh, what is my new? So, <clears throat> I recently watched the movie Knives Out. Yes. Have you? I have seen. Also it. seen this. I have also seen this. And I don't know why it took me so long to see it because I was super excited. Yeah. Uh, for it, but just I don't know, and uh, had some opportunities, but people had already seen it, um, and so they're like, "Oh, it's like I'm like, oh, we haven't, I haven't seen what Knives Out," and they're like, "Oh my gosh, we should watch it. You should, you got to see it. It's so good." I'm like, "Oh, you guys have already watched it. Well, let's watch something else, you know, right, and stuff like that." And it's like, "Oh, we'll watch it again." It's like, "Yeah, well," so. Uh, finally sat down and watched it and it is it is crazy good it's great it crazy good when was it when was can you think of the last kind of mystery movie that was good like that yeah because I don't know like I mean murder on the Orient Express was pretty good it was pretty good but but I mean, like it's been kind of retold, obviously, like right. several different ways. It's a classic story, and it's just we're telling mm-hmm. the same story over again, but like a new story. Yeah, mm-hmm. this one, I mean, um, I mean, this isn't like really a spoiler at all. Um, but like my favorite part was that one guy was a fan of the mysteries, and like uh-huh. the other guy wasn't. You know what I'm talking about, right? And then when like you know the mysteries being like unraveled and stuff like that, the the guy who's not a fan has a question, and the other guy's like, shh, 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 like, like, this is this is it, and like, oh goodness, uh, it's that part is just so it's so good because it's like, like this this is what I live for, man. It's so good, right? Um, but um, but yeah, I think um. I think it was it was done very well and very it it's very interesting because it it gives so much away but has so much more story to tell. Yeah. Yeah, no. There was a couple times I was like uh so we know everything, right? And then <laughs> right. you're like, "Oh no." And then I was like, "Well, but we know everything now." Oh no! Uh, right now, it's like Clue. It's like Clue. It's it is it's, it is. It's reminiscent yeah. of Clue in a way for sure, but uh, mm-hmm. it's just so like, smart. It's, it's just so smart. Yeah, it's, very yeah, well it's written. Very very good. Yes, yeah. It's it's very reminiscent of Clue, where you 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 feel like you're like, I mean, Clue. I guess <laughs> kind of. Keeps you in the dark because they don't even know how it's right because they don't they don't wrap it up for you in a satisfactory way necessarily. Um, mm-hmm. But this one, yeah, definitely has an ending, and uh, yeah, and it's good. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I liked it a lot actually, and so um, 
yeah, so I would I would definitely encourage anybody to um, get into that and watch that movie because yeah, you, you you will think one thing and then um, it will be different. Right. Right. Yes. So, um, yeah, and the cast is great. Oh my, oh my gosh. God. So good. Don Johnson is so good. Don Johnson is so good. He's a little typecast. I'm not going to lie, but he is so Which good. one's Don Johnson? I'm sorry. Don Johnson's uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's husband in the in okay the thing. Uh-huh. He's, yeah. Yeah. Um, and everything like that. Like, he's he's just such a funny, charismatic uh, person in right. general. I mean, Miami Vice to Django Unchained to um, Eastbound, uh, Eastbound and um, what was the other one he was in recently that I saw? Uh, I can't remember. But yeah, he's so good. Um, anyway. Uh, oh, Watchmen. The TV series, okay, Watchmen, um, and everything, but uh, but yeah, well, it was, it was very well. They're done. all very um, good. I think uh, what's uh, Daniel Craig? Is Daniel Craig, so good. You. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know His that southern accent. Well, that kind of that kind of accent could have mm-hmm. gone awry really easily. And mm-hmm. uh, and he plays it off like it works completely, um, but uh, anyways, yeah. And everyone in it is very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so knives out. Yeah, go check, check it, it out. out. Check it out. What uh, knives out? What it? What is your new? Well. I wanted to uh, shout out uh, some music that I've been listening to a little bit this weekend, last week. Um, uh, I've been getting into some 90s jams, dude. I've been listening to some old MC Mariah Carey. Oh, okay. Most specifically, I've been listening to the Unplugged album, which is ridiculous. Okay, I am definitely not familiar with this. Well, that's fine, but it's very good. For those who forget how good she was, I guess she still is. She still sings and still does this. I don't know anything past probably 2000, you know, as Mariah is concerned. Um... But some of the old okay. jams, dude, are old jams. And sometimes when I'm like, you know what, I need to feel happy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn on a Mariah Carey tune. It's been a minute, but uh, I swear the other, the other day, I'll, I'll tell you the story. So the other day, and I'm with my band, we're playing a show out of town, and uh, I'm gonna take a shower, and I'm like, okay, and I like said what I was going to listen to. Like, I'm going to go jam out and take a shower or whatever. And one of the guys was like, did you say you're going to listen to Mariah Carey? And I was like, no. (laughs) 
but now I am, yep. and I totally <laughs> did. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, so for those of you who don't know or, or don't remember the old Unplugged series on MTV when MTV did music, um, it was artists would come on and sing their popular tunes, but it would all be stripped down or just straight acoustic uh, uh, arrangements of the pieces. Okay. Uh, you know, you you got your Clapton Unplugged where he just takes it a completely different way and plays it, all these blues tunes and some of his tunes reimagined for acoustic kind of blues guitar. And then you have other other people like Mariah Carey, that they did their songs exactly how they would normally do them, but with acoustic instruments. Um, and it's, you know, and you, it's just, it's really good. Anyways. I would imagine um, it'd be really good. Yeah. The very I mean, famous, yeah. the very mm-hmm. famous, uh, there's one really famous uh, unplugged by LL, LL Cool J, who, you know, of course, his records all samples and different weird electronic noises and things like this uh you know as a hip-hop artist back in the day and they uh convinced him to do it and and they helped recreate all the the things that you would hear in a hip-hop album with acoustic instruments it was very cool anyways um Mm -hmm. so 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 is it I mean, who do they get to play the acoustic instruments? Is it just, I mean, well, it's be, it's probably it's, you know members of their own bands or mm-hmm. you know uh, I I was thinking about this the other day and I, I'm just thinking about MTV Unplugged. I'm sure they had um, musicians and things that you know I don't know they were if they were on staff, but that they could call and bring in to put on the show if they needed things like that. Because LL Cool J didn't have anybody, you know, he had a DJ spinning spinning the records or whatever that he would rap to. And I'm sure they compiled all of the musicians and, you know, helped with the arrangements and did all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. so it's a little bit of both depending on the artist, right? Uh, Mariah, I think it's probably mostly her band and her backup singers and and stuff um because you know because she did perform live and things like this but they just used you know more acoustic instruments guitars pianos instead of keyboards and and things like this and her backup singers are ridiculous um anyways so there's a for for those familiar there's a there's a version of um the Jackson Five's "I'll Be There." That okay. she sings on that album, and you know it's a duet with a male backup singer who sings some high crazy business. Uh, it's very good. Um, anyways, I like all the songs on there, and it's all very old stuff. I think this is like nineteen ninety three or something. It's very early on in her career. Um, you know, she sings a lot of her early 
um, hits and, and things like this. Um, you know, she maybe had two albums out. Like it's really early on in her career, but she's young and her pipes are there and it's crazy. Anyways. So for those who care, check it out. But, uh, <laughs> for those who don't, okay. so sorry, I rambled on about Mariah Carey for a minute. Um, but, uh, but yeah, MTV Unplugged. You can't go wrong with any of those if you want, you know, to see. If you knew somebody in the 90s or 80s, chances are they might have done an Unplugged. And if you haven't heard it, go check it out because those are all very cool. So. No, I mean, that's that's definitely, like, interesting. I mean, she definitely has the range. I mean, you were saying, like, uh, Jackson 5 stuff. I mean, that's obviously a lot of pre and i don't know if they were all prepubescent at that time but they were all like you know well, michael was like, michael was like seven or something yeah right and so, he's the lead singer so mm-hmm. it's it's high you know but right she can she, the woman had i don't know where she's at now but she had like a five octave range or something real mm-hmm. crazy she had the crazy high whistle tones which is like you know higher than I can whistle um, at times she can sing and she actually has really good lows as well which Mm -hmm. I didn't ever really pay attention to but now as more of a singer and things like this listening to it nowadays I was just like this song's actually she's all over the place there's some songs where she sings high almost the whole song so Mm -hmm. You know, not only can she hit the notes, but she could stay there prolonged for a whole song. And then there's a song earlier where she sings really low for the first, uh, you know, relatively, um, mm-hmm. and stays kind of down there for the majority of the tune until the, at the end she just does her crazy business. But uh, yeah, crazy, crazy range. And it is interesting too that, I mean, it's it's kind of you know uh, a muscle. It's a skill that yeah. you know you can you can keep or you can lose or you can go in and out of and stuff like right. that. You know, like um, you can definitely uh, yeah, fall out of that aspect. And like you said, she might not have that range quite as much anymore. But yeah, the highs you lose the highs as you get older. Um, mm-hmm. Really anybody, but females definitely, you know, uh, just biologically, that's kind of how the voice goes. Whistle tones, Mm -hmm. you know, are so high that I don't know how much of her whistle range she can still do. Um, Mm -hmm. But I haven't done that research either. Who knows? Maybe she's still killing it. So Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's good stuff. Yeah, if you need some that's... some classic '90s feel jams, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back to the earworm thing. Make that's sure right. You... <laughs> we just bringing it back around. Yeah, now I just have "I'll Be There" stuck in my head. You over and over again. Are welcome. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. I definitely can't <laughs> sing it. It's way too high. Um, but that is our uh, podcast for today. 
Yes, sir. So, uh, everybody, we are thankful that uh, you stayed with us. And, uh, you know, we would love to get to know you better by reading what you got to say. Yeah, for sure. uh, These questions of the day. Triggered memories, uh, and uh, yeah, hit us up Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Not Facebook. We need a Facebook. We'll do the Facebook thing. We could do the Facebook. <laughs> do we um, have a Facebook? No, I don't believe no, we so. We might have done it, but oh, yeah, no, if, we'll, we'll do have to do it by the time this comes out. Tomorrow. I'm interested if you guys got any albums that, or or just musicians or anything that you go back to when you're like, I want to be in a good mood. Like what tunes, uh, or specifically if you have like an artist that you go to and listen to, I would be interested in mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, I would definitely say I've recently gotten into Celine. Oh, some uh, some Dion, think, huh? Yeah, I think she's got an awesome catalog, and she does range, and uh, I mean. Some of her French stuff too, like, is really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I like that a lot. Nice. Um, and that song she did for Deadpool Two is great. Oh, I don't know if I'm familiar with that. She actually did a new song for Deadpool Two, or is it? I'm fairly certain it's a new song. I mean, like the music video and everything is straight up like Ryan Reynolds and really. Uh, yeah, it's called Ashes. Oh, I don't um, know if I'm familiar with that. That's uh, hilarious. Ashes, song by Celine Dion. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it, yeah, she released it pretty much, yeah, in 2018. That's um, hilarious. It's part of the soundtrack, and it's, yeah, like, the the cover is is straight up just... Uh, her and you know Deadpool, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Um, hang, hanging out, and you should you should watch the music video, um, because it's uh, it's hilarious as okay. it should be. So maybe the whole is it the whole album called that? Song recorded by Celine Dion, the soundtrack to the superhero film Deadpool Two, which is based on blah blah blah. blah, blah. Uh, That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, keep, take take a check out on that. Uh, I'm gonna have to listen to that song and watch that music video right when we get this over with, because that's just Perfect. going to be in my head now. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I'll get to that, and everybody else get to um, hitting us up and letting us know what's uh, what's uh, on your mind as far as the the rest of those questions and such. So yeah. tag and brand tag and Brando, just like it says on your podcast apps and such and and, uh we'll see you guys next week sounds good thanks guys all right Bye. bye